for an unforgettable experience. Get ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get hype. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome, Cowboys Nation, to another episode of the Late Night Hype. Special guest in the building tonight, Cowboys wide receiver Cedric Wilson. That's right, our first offensive player on the show. So it's a big deal for us, and it's a big deal. But before yeah. we hop in, let's party. Yeah, we get the energy going a little bit here, Sam. Yeah, that's oh, silly. Yeah. That's silly. Yes, sir. Make sure you like. You share and you subscribe to these channels. You ready, Law? Let them wait. You ready, big game? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm talking What's to my up, dark Cowboys horse. Nation? Yeah. As you see, we have the man of the hour in the building. And and let's get to that actual hour. There was just a little bit of a mishap on time frame, y'all. So relax. <laughs> He's here. We have the guy, Cedric Wilson, third-year wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys out of Boise State, man. What's going on, brother? What's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing? Uh, we are good, man. We are good. good. We are blessed. We are trying to stay positive, trying to stay upbeat during crazy, crazy times. But uh, before we get into things, we really appreciate you coming on and joining us, man. Real rap. Yeah, no, I feel it. I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. So, like we was talking about beforehand, uh, off air, how are you? Anything new? How you handling all this stuff going on with, uh, you know, the COVID? Are you able to stay up on your training? I know, uh, Law, you got a little something, something about the training, about the coach. Yeah. We shall do. But we won't let you go ahead and put it out there first, uh, uh, Sid. And, uh, and you know, I believe uh, you've been working hard this offseason. Yeah. So, I, I, know, I want the nation to know how you've been doing with that, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like you said, um, to the COVID, I mean, just staying out the way, staying mm -hmm. clean. But at the same time, I mean, in my profession, you can't just sit in the house and wait for jobs to open back up. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I had to get out of the house a little bit. Um, got got a good, did some good work in, usually two times a week with Coach Bird, um, mm -hmm. while you know him. So, just getting <laughs> my keeping my feet going, um, especially coming off um, the injury. But um, definitely keeping him up, keeping up with him finding the field and finding work. And then um, my PT, just getting my knee back right. Um, Keisha, a lot of people know her in the league, but she's out here in Texas. So she got my knee back right. And then um, other than that, just chilling with the fam, man. This is, a, I mean, we do get to play. It's a long season and we're away from a, lo a lot. So this is the time for off season, keep in shape, but get into it with the family. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And a, a lot of things that uh, Coach was saying, uh, and also when I was looking at some of the uh, clips there, uh, you working in and out of your breaks, and especially at the top of your route, do you feel comfortable now uh, going in and out of your breaks and running those routes and these sort of things? Uh, yeah, I for sure feel comfortable. I mean, what he's, what he's teaching me is um, good work. I mean, I ain't going to share all this techniques on him. If you want if you want to get his work, you got to hit him up. Get it. But right. um, I mean, Smart guy, he's right? just te teaching me a lot of stuff that I need to know that I didn't really know before or I didn't know the depth of it. Um, but yeah, definitely getting more and more comfortable um, with the work I'm getting in. Um, definitely need to get more consistent with it. I'll be in and out, in and out. 
But um, yeah, he got me feeling comfortable, um, especially at the top. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Hey, hey I, I got a quick question yeah, for go, you, Seth. Go ahead, James. Um, you know, I just want to ask you, you know, what's your thought pattern? You came in as a six-round draft pick, and then obviously you had the injury, had the shoulder injury, which knocked out your rookie year. You come in, everybody is, you know, we all were clamoring. A lot of Cowboys fans were clamoring Cedric Wilson. We want to see what he looks like. You come in, um, you had the really good Jets game. I, I really thought that. I really liked that game. And then you got injured again, and then you went on injury reserve. Tell me what's your kind of been your thought pattern of what's been going on with that. You know, the frustration, you know, um, what's been going on in those two years of, you know, being on injury, you got a new coaching staff. Tell me the thought pattern of, of you know, going through those injuries and now going into the, your third season? Yeah, I mean, um, injuries come, I mean, with the game. So, I mean, I've been I've been injured before, starting all the way back to high school. So I feel like, I mean, I learned how to handle it there. But I mean, it was definitely different coming in um, off my senior year, playing two years straight at Boise and obviously putting mm -hmm. up great numbers there mm -hmm. to have to sit out one full year of football. And I've never done that. So, um, like mental aspect, it was more so, um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a big family guy. So, I mean, if anything's bothering me or anything, I'm just going to hop on FaceTime, mostly with my mom or somebody like my friends, just, just keep your head away from it. I ain't, I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit and mourn over being yeah. hurt. Right. Um, and then rehab, I always, um, I've always looked at injuries as, um, whatever got hurt was probably weak. So mm -hmm. it needed to be strengthened. So, I mean, I got a whole year to get my shoulder right. And uh, I feel like my upper body got a lot stronger mm -hmm. and then shoot right into the injury. I mean, right into the injury the next year, obviously I felt like my, um, obviously my legs was weak. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I feel like I'm the strongest I've ever been and, mm -hmm. um, just keeping a level head. I mean, cause everybody, everybody going through tough times in life. Right. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. still getting to do what I want to do. So I can't just sit around and mope about an injury. Shoot, some people wish they can get on TV to get injured. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, right. <laughs> so I mean, but um, just just staying in the loop is hard. I mean, especially what we do. You want to catch the ball. You want to be. You want to be help the team. You want to do this. You want to do all that. Um, but shoot, at the end of the day, you got to put your talent out there. And that was probably the biggest thing for me. Like, I feel like I ain't got to put my talent out there yet. And mm -hmm. shooting, everybody know in the NFL is not for long. So. Feel like yeah. I just gotta like time gotta hurry up and come. So that was mostly the things that I worried about. But I mean, I can't control time, so all I can do is work and wait for the work to pay off. Well, well I tell you what, when you talk yes, about sir. having the opportunity to put your talent out there, you did eventually get that opportunity in, in the during the Jets game. I kind of want to get your mind on that from from the the preparation of that week all the way up into the game, which was ridiculously hectic. Um, uh, that was your your time to. I don't want to say shine, but that was your time to kind of step up, and you did. You, you got your most targets during the season, your most receptions during the season, and we got to see a little bit of versatility. I went back and watched some of that film, and it, you were in the slot some. You were motioning some. You were doing some of the things that, honestly, they asked Cole Beasley to, to do in the years past a little bit in regards to moving around and those quick whip routes, the, the, the breaking out routes. And I'm like, man, that skill set is on. You know, it's, it's right there. We see it now. But – that game, when you look at that game, mm -hmm.
Uh, I mean, for me, I can't speak on everybody else, but for me, I mean, uh, obviously I'm not happy those guys are out because I learned from those guys, especially especially Cobb, man, trying to play in the slot. Learn from him every day. And then not knowing that Coop was actually going to go out, I'm, I had the mindset that if anybody gets tired, I'm going to be right there to right. help them to fill in right for when they get back. And I think he goes out like the second drive. Quick. And coach is like, oh, yeah, quick. Coach is like, I mean, I believe in y'all. And we're like, we do it every day in practice. So, I mean, it wasn't no, it wasn't no like nervous factor or anything. Um, and everybody's like, I feel like you did good. I feel like you did good. Uh, I feel like I I felt like I was out there like Bambi. I felt like I didn't have my legs under me, really. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still, I mean, I obviously caught everything that was thrown to me, but I feel like that still wasn't just like my natural play, even as like good as it looked to others. I feel like it wasn't natural, to, completely natural to me. But um, I was just happy to get the opportunity to um, showcase a little bit that I had in that game. And she was just ready for the next one. Yes, that was a great game, man, for you uh, to exhibit and, and show out there. Uh, that was a crazy call that game uh, that I wish we can get back because I think that it wasn't. <laughs> you already know <laughs> offensive pass interference. What was going on in your mind? Because you were looking at it like, hey, I did exactly what was test textbooks. Now all of a sudden they pass interference on you. I think Jason Witten caught the ball. It was a touchdown. We all thought that it was a good play. How do you feel about that that call there? Uh, I mean, what, what, I mean, last year's receiver coach signed said you can't leave it to the ref's hand, but I mean, I don't know what the difference is between getting off for jam release and bumping it to somebody else versus they're saying I picked them, which shoot, I wasn't trying to pick them. I'm trying to score my own touchdown. Right. So, uh, I mean, I guess it was just in the, wherever the ref was standing at, I mean, he probably just got a glimpse at it. And I mean, rather he, if he didn't call it, then they would be mad. If he called it, we'd be mad. So. And it was just he was a hater, Cedric. He was a hater. Hater, Cedric. We're going to stick up for you, bro. That that call was atrocious, and honestly, it, I, I think it affected the game massively because we didn't get a touchdown on that drive. Changed everything. Right. I, yeah, I mean, definitely. I definitely. I think we sent it in. They said that shouldn't have been called. But, I mean, oh, wow. it's just something it, that you can't take back once it happens. And as a player, you you got to kind of get, you know, forget about it and move on. As fans, we don't do that. We get pissed off, right. but we're going to we're going to mope about it for the next week. And and when I went back and like I said and watched the tape again, I'm like, how in the hell is this a penalty? They literally crunched you. Right. You didn't even mm -hmm. get your hands up. You know, it's right. just it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't want to yeah. keep going on about it, but yeah. it, it and, and the me. craziest thing of it all is that and I'm not throwing any salt or hate NFL Network yes, or you ESPN. Are. Yes, you are. Yes, you I'm are. not trying to do go that ahead, today. Go ahead and do it. Throw the but hate. But they would never, they would never <laughs> ever <laughs> bat for you on that type of situation. They would say, hey, the Cowboys lost. They couldn't move the ball down the field. It's all Dak Prescott's fault. It's all this person's fault. It's this <clears> and that. But I'm glad you are able to make the clarification for the nation and let yeah. everybody right. know that they sent that in and it was actually a no call. Right, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. Everybody make mistakes, but hey, we just gotta keep playing ball. That's all we. That's all. That's our only job. You've been yeah. talking to uh, McCarthy and, and Kellen. Uh, I mean, we have our we have our little Skype meetings that we're doing for the virtual since um, obviously we can't do OTA since the COVID. But um, yeah, we get in. We do our little meetings. We keeping keeping as keeping up as much as we can. With everything yeah. going on, I'm ready for them just to let us back in the facility because it's hard to Coming. do all this Skype and stuff, especially with football. Yeah, it's, it has to be where we, we've asked pretty much everyone that's come on that's just playing. How are you handling this 
virtual meetings or the, the, the Skype or Zoom. I'm not sure which one you guys are doing. But, um, you know, how do you, how do you feel about McCarthy? Not how do you feel, but what is your feel with Coach McCarthy from a distance? Uh, because for us as fans, we are very excited. Um, he's a proven winner, Super Bowl coach. Um, he's coached quarterbacks very well. He's coached offenses very well. He's had success with wide receivers where he's Versailles. been. Size. Um, so how do you see your fit with McCarthy and what's kind of your take on him so far? Uh, I mean, I've all only thing I've seen is what I mean, what we see on camera. I mean, I've met him once. Um, seems like a good guy and obviously very smart of what he did in Green Bay. So, I mean, you can't knock him from not knowing him. But um, he just seems like a good guy. Going to put the best, put his best foot forward. And I mean, everybody loves a winner. So, yeah, um, I'm right along with everybody else and um, doing what he has to do to get the job done. Um, and I mean, I feel like every coach that steps in that position, um, just, so I think um, we just got to pick back up because I mean it's a it's a pretty pretty up and down game, and I feel like you just got to follow the plan until the plan starts to work. And I think McCarthy's coming in with a great plan, as we can see through our videos that we're watching and preparing <laughs> for. Um, and we're we're gonna see what happens when we get out there um, to first preseason game if we get the chance to. Yeah, who knows what yeah. we're gonna do with that? Man, um, I know, man. right? Yeah, I know the coaches are supposed to be back in the building next week. Are they talking like that, y'all? Fifth? Is it like June 5th? Yeah, I think I saw oh, fifth something tomorrow. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Hey, Friday. I got another quick question for you, uh, uh, Cedric. Um, I watched your father. I watched your dad um, when he played with the Niners, and I watched him play with uh, Pittsburgh. And actually, I thought he had a really good, successful career with Pittsburgh. He thought he played really good. Um, you know, you growing up, your, your dad played receiver. Was that an influence on you um, growing up, you know, seeing your dad playing a professional sport and playing the receiver position? Now you're playing the receiver position. Did he kind of influence you to go that route? Or was it kind of just like, you know, I kind of want to, I kind of raise up and I want to kind of go this route. Tell me how that, that was with, you know, you growing up as a, a kid and knowing your father play NFL. Uh, yeah, I mean. It was, shoot, it was like yesterday. I mean, I don't really remember the Niners that much because I was young. Mm -hmm. I think I was like in second, third grade, but definitely Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, I didn't really look at it because I, I didn't really watch sports since when I was younger that much. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everybody around me knew like, oh, your dad's an NFL, NFL. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to go outside and play. <laughs> I wasn't worried about all that. Right. <laughs> but, um, Nah, he definitely didn't. I mean, he never influenced me um, in any way, just like I, I mean, I'm going to do with my kids. Um, he never influenced me with any sport. Um, I feel like he actually wanted me to play baseball because that was my favorite sport growing up. Mm -hmm. And he definitely pushed me in that. Cause, Second person. So um, and now I understand being in it, why he pushed me towards baseball. Because um, football <laughs> they is get paid. Hard, they get paid mentally. big money and they ain't got no salary yeah. cap, Said. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, that was definitely probably one of them. But, um, but yeah, now growing up, I mean, I've always played baseball and um, definitely I, that's what I wanted to do too. I'm probably all the way up until, what, 18, 19 years old. That's what I wanted to do. You're the second um, person that and, said that. Yeah. L Luther Kirk was another baseball player. Who was your favorite right. baseball player? Uh, my favorite yeah, baseball player. I've, I've, I've switched so many growing up. Um, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think. Mine was, was like my, I, I like the Braves, so Chipper Jones was my guy. I think it was like McClellan or something. He was like a center fielder for the Pirates at the time, I think, uh -huh. or something like that. Oh, the, dreads the Dreads, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah um, help was, me out in the chat. I forget his name. McCutcheon. I can't remember his name. 
McCutcheons, that's what it is. McCutcheons, yeah. yeah. That was my favorite player growing up. I mean, then the, obviously the idols like Derek Jeter, but mm. that was like one of my favorite dudes watching. Um, because I went to a, like shoot, a lot of Pirates games, Steeler games, being out there. Um, but yeah, shoot, I think going when I went to JUCO, that's when I decided that I was, I was gonna give up baseball because I was actually gonna play play it there. I was gonna try to play both football and baseball at junior college and then let it go. That that would whatever one don't want to pick me up from D one, go from there. But shoot, I had a really good season my freshman year of football. And I was like, I mean, a lot of people don't know what Coffeeville, Kansas is, but I wasn't really trying to stay there for four semesters. So <laughs> Man, I went it's in the middle up. of nowhere. I know where nowhere. it's at, big dog. <laughs> I, I, I gotta wonder if your baseball background, you know, ha- has an effect on your game because coming coming out of college, out of Boise State, um, I always one of the first things I noticed was, man, he tracks the deep ball really freaking well. And now listening to you say that you were a baseball player, I'm like, huh, I wonder if that helps with that skill set. Uh, what, what what do you think your you know your best skill set would be here under McCarthy or? What skill sets do you think you know they could use this year? Is it your versatility? Is it your you know your 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 length? What would it, what would it be? Yeah, I think um, I definitely my key factor is definitely probably versatility. I mean, because not only like baseball, I play quarterback, so when I'm learning, like I, I can pick up pretty much anything fast. So um, staying on staying on key, knowing every position. Shoot, sometimes even knowing what the tight end has definitely what um, I'm going to keep doing and so I'm not going to be the fastest I'm not going to be the strongest but I'm pretty sure going to try to be one of the smartest mm-hmm. if not the smartest receiver in the room and um, just even even if not even if I'm not even in just helping my teammates that's saying like yelling at them hey you got this because everybody's going to have blanks and shoot just being versatile for the team and then um, definitely catching the ball I feel like third down is definitely definitely my thing especially at Boise Mm-hmm. Got a lot of Boise players on down. this team yeah, here. A whole lot of yeah, them, man. Bunch of them, right? That's the Boise Cowboys, Boise State Cowboys over here, man. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, bleeding blue still, just a little darker. Just a yeah. little darker. Let me ask you this: uh, You played some special teams out there in Boise, and I saw you did a little bit out Sucking. here in Dallas, lad. Uh, would that be something that that you would reach over to Coach Bones and say, "Hey, you know, I can do the special team groove as well"? Is that something you want to do? Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely trying to do special teams, especially per return. I mean, I didn't get to do it as much because Tavon was back there and everybody know how good he is doing that. But, too, that's – I mean, I'm definitely trying to get back there at per return and uh, whenever I can at kickoff return. I know TP, he's a beast at that, so I probably won't get many opportunities with him. You know how he was at Memphis. Right. But, um, so, so you think they'll have him back there at punt return? No, kick I'm not kickoff return. Oh, kick, kick return. return. TP, yeah, TP, yeah. TP taking he's doing that kickoff return stuff so i'm gonna definitely try to get back there at punt return and then anywhere else they need me uh, i haven't really played much special teams at boise mm-hmm. i only play a returner so um whatever coach bones want me to do i'm definitely gonna do it yes indeed you're gonna Speaking be it's gonna be that. between you and you? cd lamb as the punt returner big dog yep, yep. that's what's gonna happen <laughs> if they feel like oh you know what we don't want to risk cd you're going to be the punt returner and go ahead and return one back for me, dog. Cause we was talking about, we love that number 11. You're on your back. Look so good. Go ahead look a touchdown. Good, yeah. You look good. Cause didn't uh, Roy Williams wear number 11? Uh, what's the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I think you're going to do better yeah. than Roy. So get in there, get your, I'm already <laughs> claiming it right now. Said you returning the punt this year. You heard it here first. You return the punt. Big game. James said it. And let's claim it in the air. I right, said, 
Claim, speak it up, speak it up. Speak it up, claim it. Yes, I'm claiming indeed. it for you, big dog. I'm claiming it. I like you. You're going to be that folks. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you ready to battle this uh offseason against those rookies that that's been drafted like the Diggs? I know you heard of him and the Robinson kid, or, or even battle for that position. I do know that everybody penciled in CD Lamb, and do you feel like you're going to give him a run for his money? I know a lot of people already got CD Lamb high, but but would you be willing to battle for that? Oh, I mean, we're gonna battle. Everybody gonna battle. Shoot, mm-hmm. not just me. One through nine, or however many of us it is, we definitely gonna battle. Um, I mean, and that's going to push one of us and like they say, um, to the, the best four, best five, whatever we keep it on the team, got to all rock together. So, I mean, it ain't no like competition to knock the other man off, but definitely mm-hmm. to get your shine because um, that's the name of the game. And um, shoot, we definitely we definitely going to rock and we're going to rock together and we're going to rock against each other just to bring our best foot out. Indeed, man. Indeed. Hey, listen, one of the positions that the Cowboys Nation is most excited about and it has a lot to do, you know, with you and CD and, and, and Gallup and then Cooper is the wide receiver position because we really feel that um, we are very deep there, um, including right. including you. We, we think you can help with the wide receiving core. But have you talked to uh, CD since he's been in and Mike or Michael Gallup and, and Cooper and the rest of the guys? Like, how, how close are you guys and are you excited to, to get going with Dak? Because we think – we think it could be a special year between yeah. you guys. We really do. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely. I mean, I'm with Gallup all the time. Like, shoot, that's that's the guy we came in together. Always around him. And um, uh, I just met CD actually. What was it? Yesterday or the day before that? I actually, just met him um, too. Because you know, we be running a few routes, getting together, um, working out. But um, I mean, yeah, everybody, everybody close. I mean, not close, but everybody get along right now, just meeting each other. And then um, obviously Coop. I mean, we we're always around each other, especially at the facility, um, just picking each other brains and definitely picking his because. His release game is crazy, and I'm just trying Whew. to get where he at. Mm. Jeez. That yeah, thing crazy. is crazy. Talk that about, let's talk, that talk, talk about them guys. I mean, you said you were with Gallup. You said you were with Coop. What were mm-hmm. your analysts? Give me your analysts and your thoughts of Coop. You play with him. And what's your mm-hmm. thoughts of Gallup? What do you think? What are your their strengths uh, on the team when you see from afar? Oh, he's not um, from afar. Um, he's there. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I'm saying you but, there, um, but from afar, if you just sat there because you're there closer than us, I'm saying if you step back and look like I said, man, this is why Amari Cooper good. Gotcha. This is why Michael Gallup is good. Um, I mean, both of them, both of them at their best. I'm gonna talk about that. Both of them at their best. Um, Coop, I don't feel like nobody could press them at the line or jam or they're gonna get beat. Um, I mean, I've watched a lot of film, a lot of guys. Um, I think he's right up there with Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen on the release game. Mm-hmm. Um, if Coop don't want to be touched, he 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 will not get touched. And um, I think, I mean, it, it goes actually goes back. I'm going to branch off a little bit. It goes to a lot of the Alabama guys. If you just watch their release period, um, he just has it, the quick twitch, the snap. You don't know which way he's going. He knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we joke about it all the time. He, it's the Coop book. He got different <laughs> releases. He got different releases. He can bring Uh-oh, it out whenever he wants book. to. Whenever he wants to, um, and then, um, to I mean, he's he's putting that with strength and speed at the same time. So I'm putting. I mean, I know a lot of people be talking down on him, but I'm putting him at the top um, of some of the receivers in the league when he um, when he's at his best. Um, obviously, I know he got through a lot of injuries this year. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I've seen him. I've seen him at his best. 
And shoot, I've seen them at 85% and some people still not there. And then to move on to Gallup, um, I feel like he's just, just is so natural. Whether he's run out, well, we call it a gallop. He don't even run. He really galloping. And he, <laughs> don't say he covering, like man, he covering ground and then tracking the ball. Oh, unbelievable and, um, how he tracks it. And right. And just, I mean, just with him on a daily basis, um, he just, he just wants to be the best that he can be. Um, we both have a similar background coming up. Not really, not really falling in love with the game until we got a little bit older, but mm-hmm. just going out there playing and letting our instincts take over. Um, but yeah, when I say, um, back to Gallup, I mean, he's definitely, he's getting better and better day by day. And he's the guy that gets out there with Bird with me because, um, getting the, getting, just trying to get off the raw talent, just getting the, um, the technique down and, um, shoot, he's the X receiver. I mean, you can't, you can't beat many X receivers one-on-one coverage. And I feel like when you put Gallup in one, everybody know what's coming. If he's going deep, I don't really think nobody's going to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gallup is just nasty on the top of his route as well. So uh, looking it's at what Coach thing. Bird is doing, man, it's, it's just crazy. And seeing you working out with Coach Bird and everybody, man, it, it just I just think that this year would be a nice year for all of the competition to be there. And like you said, picking up a different style of offense. Before we went live, you was talking about the brilliancy of Kellen Moore. Do you think that Kellen Moore going into his second year as the uh, – uh, offensive coordinator and having uh, Mike McCarthy in his ear, do you think that is going to be uh, beneficial to the team and we throw in some new wrinkles? Oh, for sure. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, Kellen's definitely one of the smartest football coaches slash just people football-wise I've ever been around. And just his knowledge of the game, whether he's talking to O-line, running backs, quarterbacks, or receivers, he might not be able to do what he's this each position needs to do, but he can for sure tell you what, what needs to be done and where you need to be. And then he can even flip over to the defensive side and tell you what the defense is going to do. Right. And him him mixed with McCarthy, I feel like is a great mix because um, obviously they're two brilliant offensive people. And then when you put – and you're adding stuff. I mean, shoot, if you could add stuff to a dictionary, I mean, just imagine how much better that would be. Mm. And that's what I think Kellen is. I mean, um, obviously I've seen it at not only Boise – with the stuff that he was doing um, as the quarterback and then giving knowledge to back to the college and then doing it in the pro level. Cause I mean, we did put up a lot of yards last year and that just doesn't just yeah. happen with the, with some random old offensive coordinator. I mean, if you think about it, we went from the 23rd or 22nd ranked team offensively in yards and in one year with a rookie mm-hmm. offensive coordinator with pretty much the same team took it to the first offensive uh, ranking in yards, yards wise. And that's why I don't, I don't harp on Kellen Moore as much as a lot of people do because it was his first year ever calling plays in this league in a system (laughs) that I don't, I mean, you can speak on this, but this is how we feel. We keep it real on here in a system that we don't know that he for sure was his system. We know, we know JG system. It was JG system, but we don't know that it was Kellen being able to do everything he wanted to do you could speak on that but that's just how how we felt about it and then when you listen to mike mccarthy he's like hey i am excited for this kid i've been watching this kid i know how sharp he is he's made to be an offensive play caller and it's funny because after they drafted cd lamb there was reports that said kellen called mccarthy and said yo we need to draw up some plays right now (laughs) and they got into the lab so to me that excites me because we've seen a little bit of different things over the last 10 years under the different the other regime so we're excited for this for for kellen moore and we're excited for this passing game man you got blake jarwin right as, as another option 
TP out the backfield. You know, it's just it's just very deep. How strong can this passing game be? And how in sync are you guys with Dak Prescott? Speak on Dak a little bit. Oh, I mean, yeah, we still we still working with Dak as the weeks go on most of the time, three times a week. And I feel like him along with everybody else is just getting better, better day by day. And I mean, obviously, um, he has a lot more stuff to be worried about uh, outside of working out. But um, I mean, he's he's a professional quarterback. So, I mean, he knows how to handle it. But I mean, all that goes away when you snap the ball. And at the end of the day, I mean, he's I feel like he's a winner. Everybody may not like him or talk about bad about him or not bad about him, down on him. And it's crazy what he needs to, to do better what he needs mm-hmm. to do better. But to me, I'm like, who else would you rather put in this position? Exactly. Like, um, right. Would you, um, and then, I mean, the way he just, he's moving the ball up and down the field. Like he's, he can't, he can't, he can't throw the ball, catch it and run it. Like Ooh. I feel like he's doing his part. Talk, talk to us. Talk said, to him. Talk to, us, yeah. talk to the people out there. Says, preach right now. Go ahead and throw your yeah. preacher uniform on right yeah. now. Like, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, but I mean, I feel like he's doing, <laughs> I feel like he's doing his best, best ability that he's doing. I mean, obviously, I play quarterback, so I know, I know where he's in. I know where he's at. I mean, it could be a perfect play call, but if one person messes up, it's gonna look like the quarterback fault. Mm-hmm. So, um, I he don't feel throw like, you under the um, bus. He, yeah, he, he said what? You, he does not throw you guys or anyone really on the team under the bus if there is a mishap. He goes out there after the game is over and says, "Hey, I got to be better." That's the first right, thing he says. Right. Oh yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's 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 Dak for show. That's Dak for you. Um, I mean, he's the QB at the same time, so nobody wants to hear their QB or their football team blaming on somebody else mm-hmm. or giving that. some crazy accusation. It's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, but say um, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What you about to say? No, I was gonna say a lot of people see what Dak Prescott do on the field. I think that it would be beneficial to us if you could shed some light what Dak Prescott do off the field or in the locker room, basically. Uh, can you showcase some of his uh, leadership qualities that he brings to the table from your point of view? Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel first off, I mean, it's not, you know, like, I think we're all grown. We're grown men, so it ain't really no leadership leader here. I mean, obviously, he's the leader of the team because he's the quarterback, but I feel like you got to um, – simple as it may sound is you just got to be cool got to be friends with everybody you can't be walking around like you're better than nobody and i feel like he does that the best i mean obviously in our in our locker room we'd be shooting the hoop or whatever and he's in there with us doing it um i'm not i mean i haven't been on any other pro teams but he's not the quarterback that's just always up there with the coaches being around the coaches he's in there with the guys and i feel mm-hmm. like that's the um best thing and i mean like I don't know about other teams, but I know we're gonna ride for our quarterback. Mm. So, man, I feel like that's the best. That's the best thing you can have in a say quarterback. Say it again. Say, say. Can you say that one more time? Say you ride for our quarterback. Can you we're say it one ride more time? For the QB. There you go. He said he riding. They all ride for him. So y'all haters, leave Dak alone, man. You heard said on the offense said we riding. Oh, man, haters keep coming. I feel like he played better when the haters talking. There you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you said, get so. this man, get this man fourth. Hey, say a turn up this year, please. <laughs> please, please, please. Number 11 just going to be just scoring it up and doing it up, man. Hey, <laughs> before we get you out of here, uh, earlier we mentioned the, the Boise State connection, man. And and as fans, we've noticed over the last, really since about 2012, the Cowboys had, had an affinity for drafting guys out of Boise State, including, including yourself. Is there kind of a Boise State brotherhood per se? Are you guys a little bit closer because you're all alum and, and probably the most the most players that are alum on the team uh, uh, and with that squad? So is there a kind of a brotherhood and do you guys kind of get a little bit of a 
Uh, well, big game James like this one. A little leg up with the last regime. Yeah, you had a leg up. I said it. Leg up. You got a leg up, said you. That damn near drafted all you said. Boise State players, y'all got a leg up. Talk about it. Tell the truth. Uh, I mean, shoot, I don't really know about all the drafting politics and right. that, that the goal. Is that the goal to go in and get Boise guys? But, um, I mean, definitely not. Definitely close because, I mean, a lot of us that went out there besides – Shoot, probably late. We never, we never even been around Idaho, so it's. I feel like it's more of those. It's more of those things that we had a similar struggle. I say, even though Boise wasn't a struggle at all, we just had a similar upbringing in Boise for the what some people were there for. I know me and Law were only there for two. I think Law made it. Yeah, Law there was two. I think, but um, definitely, definitely close to the room in in the locker room talking about it. But um, I think everybody kind of had their partner. I think like me and Layden. I think DT and Law played together. I think Crawford and Kellen, like like everybody had their group. We all didn't play together, obviously. But um, no, it's definitely if if everything gets riled up in the locker room, it's definitely definitely Boise State. And nobody <laughs> going to guess it's all it's all eight it's all eight rocking together. Yeah, we didn't even deep. mention we didn't even mention LVE. LVE, LVE right. was like a, a sneaky Crawford. L- it's Crawford. Yeah. You got all them guys from Boise State. Is just crazy, man. That's just wild to me that uh, that boy. I wonder if the I just wonder if this new regime is still going to rock the Boise State alum like they used to because it seemed like the old regime was all about Boise. I wonder if the it's, it's going to be interesting to see if they still keep that tradition going on with those Boise State guys. Yeah, definitely will be interesting. I'm I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't really recruit. Right <laughs> <laughs> with that. Hey man, before we let you go, man, um, is there any uh, anything you want to plug here? Any charity? Any any business? Anything that you want to kind of uh, let the nation know as they're watching here? Uh, I mean, no, nah, I ain't really got no charity. I mean, obviously, I'll speak on, on what's going on in the world because yeah. you're giving me the platform to do it. Talk about it. Talk about um, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, it's the world. We all we all got to live in it. And um, right. I mean, obviously, what like my dad has put me in a position to be where I am. And along with other family members, but just being around a lot of different races that um, obviously I know some people that I grew up in with in Memphis, they won't ever get to see or possibly won't ever even think about wanting to see. Um, it's, it's a lot of good people in this world. But I mean, when God created good, he also created evil. And I mean, it's just something that the world's going to have to deal with slowly, but surely. And I mean, obviously, I know everybody is going against the police and i mean i'm not going against the police because my blood brother and my first cousin are both police officers Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't fully agree with what bad cops are doing Mm -hmm. and that's just i mean you can't say the whole police 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 system is corrupt because i mean racism exists everywhere yeah right racist grocery owners racist firefighters racist people that work at the hospitals, racist grass cutters. Um, it's just guys in the authority position that you don't like to see doing what they're doing. And, um, and I mean, obviously I'm not going to knock down that um, what's going on African-Americans because it is happening. And obviously me being black myself are definitely want to see equality because um, it may not be equal to everyone. And I feel like it should be um, some people it is. Um, and just like everybody says, man, just, Love black black lives as much as you love black culture. Indeed, right? And, Indeed, right. yeah. And, and just keep just in like all the rioting stuff. I'm not. I don't. I don't agree with all that. 
Mm-hmm. So like people are just taking advantage of going on for what's going on. So I mean, the police officers they have to stop that. That's their job. They do that every day to stop these. So, um, but the ones that are doing it wrong, if I mean, if any of them listen on here, man, just stop doing that. That's all everybody's asking for. Cause it's been going on for too long. And um, I just hope it, hope it just gets fixed one day. We probably all won't even be here when it gets fixed, but right. I hope, as long, as, we, as yeah. long as we can do our part to get it moving forward. And um, so that's, I mean, that's all I got to say on that. Hey man, great words. Yeah, that's great stuff. Hey, we appreciate we you. Hey, and you a young buck so- talking young. like that. Your dad done got you right, boy. That, <laughs> your dad done got you right, son. Your dad should be proud. Yes, indeed. Hey, hey, I, I got to ask you. you that this one other thing as it relates to football. I saw last right. year you was working with the playmaker, the great number 88, Michael Irvin. Uh, mm-hmm. what all, well, how often do you reach out to him? Or how often do he reach back out to you, uh, the playmaker? Uh, I mean, I think he talks to us as a group a lot. I mean, when we're out there, obviously, um, on the field. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say I talked to Michael Irvin every day on the phone and just kick it with him because that don't happen. But, <laughs> right. uh, I mean, definitely the when we, were, when we were out there on the field, I mean, he just was telling me things that I never knew about the position. He was like, like you a grown-ass man. How you going to let mm-hmm. another grown man stop you from getting to where you need to go? Oh, he's okay. right. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's sound like Mike. That's that sounded like, like him, Mike. man. <laughs> yes, indeed. And like all the – I mean, for me, not being a quick guy off the line, he said – He's asking me how much I weigh. I was like 190, 200 in that area. And he was like, so you telling me somebody can stop 100, uh, 190, 200 pounds with half their body? He said, pick half their body and run straight through it. Ooh. So, I mean, mm, that was, stuff. Said, man, that was, that was probably stuff. one of the things I took from him the most. That's 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 good insight right there, man. That sounds yeah, just man. like a man. Mike, he probably <laughs> said it like this: "Man, you going let you really 190 pounds <laughs> stop you?" <laughs> that's probably what he, that's probably what he did. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, <laughs> said man, you. we really appreciate you coming on this show, man. I, I'm I'm probably speaking on behalf of them as well, but it it was it was awesome, brother. It really was to get your insight and to have you on here. Um, I appreciate that, guys. You want to give your your uh your your, your salutations to him here? Yeah, I just got two things. One said, um, you am, I want you if you can say, hey, shout out to my my mama T, just say shout out to Mama T because I told her I was gonna give her a shout out to dad. Right. Give her and say Mama T, shout out to Mama T. And then the second one is you in Memphis. Have you ever listened to Three Six Mafia? Okay, Gospel there we go. Give a shout out to Mama T. He say, "Listen, three six mafia. I'm all. Uh, I like you. Really like you. Now we good." Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mama T, though. Shout out. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jet Pat, baby. Three six mafia, Jack baby. Six. How about you, Law? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Coach Coach Bird said uh, he, he gave me a free pass, man. So the next time y'all work out down there, uh, I, I I will be down there so I can see you work out and get everything going in the right direction. I can't wait to see you uh, uh, work it out this year and get this thing going in the right direction. Let's get this Super Bowl. Indeed, brother. Hey, appreciate Indeed. it. That's the goal. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you, man. Hey, good luck uh, with the rest on. of your training. And we cannot wait to see you in camp and, and yes, preseason and, and then the season, brother. We really do. So we wish you the best, brother. And hopefully we talk to you uh, later on at some point. Hey, oh, for yeah. sure. Just hit me up. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Peace, Peace out. Look, this is just the beginning, Cowboy Nation. This is just the beginning. And when the season kick off, man, I'm telling you, oh, baby. Y'all got fire. Y'all got flame. <laughs> you know, I'm ready for all of this stuff to go and be just banana crazy. I got to play this when Law talks. 
Yes, yeah, Joe. Give, give me some of that. Give me some of that. Uh, that battle axe music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That battle Digo. axe. Oh, like he that warrior back in Digo, yeah. three hundred. Get him hype, law. Yes, yes. We open up our mind for this 2020 season. I know it's hard to see, but 2020 means the vision, and this is what we're gonna see: us hosting that Lombardi Trophy, holding it up high, being able to facilitate not just your mind but your heart soul and send you to put things in the right places cowboy nation i want you to stand to your feet because when you think about this collectively speaking big game james skywalker still with the new feel as we begin to grow this thing i'm telling you we bring it in tupac we bring it in big out the grave and they're going to be sitting there saying man the 90s was cool but it's 2020 baby Boy, like my dog Lance Bell, Jimbo over here on the Facebook, Mendoza. Uh, shout out to your mail and uh, Jonathan Robert Robin. from Sydney. Oh my goodness, everybody, man, don't forget. Australia. Don't forget Australia, the land from down under. Yes, we bring in the thunder. Let me tell y'all this. Shout out to the Q. Shout out to Nicholas. Shout out to Rue. Shout out to everybody. I want to tell you guys this right now. Preach. Are you not entertained? Preach! Hey. Open up your ears and let everybody say, "How about them cowboys? How about them? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? Yes, let's go. How about them cowboys? We out, y'all. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Sunday, be here or be square. Peace. We gonna let this thing play out. Drop them fire bombs while this thing come up. Yeah. Drop them fire bombs. It. Let me feel it. Follow Ooh, Big I'm Game right Skywalker Steel. Yes, sir. Late night hype, baby. Woo! We in this thing. We out. <laughs>